Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're talking about adventurers, women who refuse to be confined. They push the boundaries of where a woman could go and how she could get there. Today, we're talking about the first European woman to circumnavigate the globe by car, during a time when most women didn't even have a driver's license. Let's talk about Clara Norris Dennis. Eleanor Stinnis was born on January 21, 1901, in Mulheim, Germany. She grew up in a home with traditional gender roles. Her mother was a homemaker, and her father was the breadwinner. But this dynamic didn't resonate with Clara Noor. She saw no difference between men and women, so why did society expect different things from them? Clara Noor demanded equal treatment as her brothers. She also took an interest in cars from a young age. She loved memorizing makes and models. As she got older, that interest in cars turned into a passion for driving. She got her driver's license when she was 18 years old. Clarinor got a lot of criticism for her behavior. People said she didn't know how to act like a girl, but she was unfazed. At the time, Clarinor's father, Hugo, was one of the most successful industrialists in the country. And Clarinor was ready to follow in his footsteps. When she finished school, she spent nine months traveling throughout South America as her father's proxy. When she returned to Germany, she worked as a secretary in his office. Clara Knorr saw a bright future and a clear path, but her career came to a sudden halt when her father died in 1924. Without her father there to advocate for her, Clara Knorr was pressured to find a husband and get married. But she had no interest in that life. Instead, she decided to distance herself from her family and become the modern woman she was destined to be. She cut her hair short and traded in dresses and skirts for a suit and tie. Clarinor had a driver's license and a desire to be financially independent. That, plus her status as the daughter of an industrial tycoon, landed her a spot in an all-male motor race. The head of a car manufacturer thought a woman behind the wheel would be great for business, a spectacle, an oddity. Clarinor shocked everyone when she came in third place. She said, From then on, I risked my life almost every weekend to win a car rally. Clarinor racked up at least 17 wins in this male-dominated sport. She drove fearlessly and with great expertise in car technology. In 1925, Clarinor was the only woman to enter an international car rally in Russia. The race spanned over 1,600 miles. Out of 53 participants, Clarinor came in first. After driving through Russia, Clarinor had a desire to see the world. She also wanted to dispel the belief that German products were insufficient. She decided the best way to do that would be to drive all the way around the globe in a German car. Through sponsorships with car manufacturers, Clarinor raised enough money to fund her trip. The German carmaker Adler gave her a dark green sedan and a company truck. Clarinor also put together a team to accompany her on this journey. The team included her dog, Swedish filmmaker Carl Axel Soderstrom, and two Adler factory mechanics. Her planned route took them through the Middle East to Russia. From there, they would go to China, Japan, South America, and the U.S. before going back to Europe. She estimated they would be back in Germany within a year. 
On May 25, 1927, Clarinor set off to make history. The Adler sedan was different from Clarinor's usual high-speed sports car. This car had a top speed of 53 miles per hour. On a good day, she could average around 62 miles per day. The team had a number of issues from the start. Long distances through rough terrain or no roads at all meant numerous breakdowns. But the team wasn't discouraged. They made the necessary repairs and kept it moving. They finally made it to Moscow at the beginning of winter. Russian officials encouraged Clarinor and her team to wait till spring to avoid the icy conditions. But she refused. By the time they reached Lake Baikal, which sits in between Russia and Mongolia, it was just Clarinor and her filmmaker, Carl. The two mechanics had had enough of the dangerous conditions and of Clarinor's relentlessness. Clarinor and Carl had to spend 10 weeks waiting for the lake to freeze over so they could drive over it as a shortcut. They hunted and filmed and developed a close bond. Finally, it was time to cross the lake. Clarinor started off cautiously, but began to feel the ice crack underneath her. She picked up speed. Up ahead, she saw a horse and carriage. Suddenly, it broke through the ice. Clarinor decided to gun it. For three hours, Clarinor sped across the frozen expanse, desperate to reach solid ground. Finally, she and Carl made it. They celebrated with a bottle of cheap Russian vodka. Despite their luck, trouble continued to find the pair. They had to dig themselves out of mud on more than one occasion. When they got to Siberia, they had to use snow chains to plow through the snow. Then they faced the opposite end of weather extremes and had to power through oppressive heat and sandstorms. As they crossed the Gobi Desert, they were chased down by armed Chinese bandits on horseback. Despite these conditions, Clarinor was never deterred. Clarinor and Carl then loaded the car onto a ship to South America. Back on land, Clarinor's route took them through the Andes Mountains. They recruited members of the surrounding villages to help them use pulleys and camels to hoist their car over the mountainous terrain. At one point, Carl wrote in his diary, I've gotten out and pushed the car more than I've filmed with the camera. When they finally made it to the United States, Clarinor and Carl were welcomed with open arms. Henry Ford gave them a tour of the Ford facilities in Detroit. President Hoover even invited them to the White House. But no matter where she was or who she was with, Clarinor was always asked the same question. When are you getting married and having babies? On June 24, 1929, Clarinor and Carl arrived at the Avis racetrack in Berlin. The place was buzzing with excitement. When they finally came to a stop, the odometer read almost 30,000 miles. They'd been on the road for more than two years. Although Clarinor had originally chosen Carl because he was married and would not distract her from the task at hand, their years together bonded them. On December 20, 1930, the two got married and moved to Sweden. They had three children of their own and fostered several others. Together, they produced the documentary Across Two Worlds by Cars, which was released a few months after their wedding. When Clarinor was 80 years old, a journalist asked if she would ever repeat her around-the-world trip. Clarinor replied, If I could bring together all the nations of the world, I would do it again, despite my age. Clarinor Stinnis died on September 7, 1990. She was 89 years old. 
all month we're talking about adventurers. For more information, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. As always, we're taking a break for the weekend. Talk to you on Monday. <laughs>